Welcome to the Toxin Terminator, helping people to restore and renew their health by removing the toxins from the home and their lives. Join in as industry thought leaders help you understand the physical and emotional effects these products can have on you and your family, and the safe alternatives you can use to remove the hidden toxins for renewed health. Now, please welcome your host, the Toxin Terminator herself, Amy Carlson. 60% of people are suffering from a chronic disease today. There are five main sources in our home that are contributing to those chronic diseases. And most people have no idea that they're using materials within their homes that are actually making them sick. What if you could clean your home safely? You could have easy to make recipes with items you already have, and you could make a few small changes to get yourself on that path to wellness. In my course, I'll show you how to detox each and every room of your house and create a healthy home environment. Good morning, everybody. How are you today? I am super excited to bring in a very special guest who I'll bring on to the broadcast here in just a moment. This friend of mine I met many years ago, and we have just had the best friendship, the best connections, the best lifting up, and God just knew exactly what he was doing when he brought this woman into my life. And you guys are absolutely going to love her. And today, she is going to be sharing with us ways that we can look at our year to do a, a kind of a year in review. Now, I don't know if you're like me, but I like to take some time in December and really look back through my year. Now, I didn't always do this because I wasn't always living my life purposely. I was just kind of letting life happen. But I learned many years ago, we really need to organize our life and to plan that out. So we're going to talk about what that looks like to do a year in review. We're going to learn how to pivot with purpose. We're going to learn how to take charge of our 2021. And at the very end, you want to make sure you tune in because she is going to have a special gift just for you, our listeners, we'll link that in to the broadcast live, and we will also post it into the show notes. Without further ado, I want you guys to meet my dear, dear friend, Wendy Cardell. Hello, Wendy. Thanks for tuning in with us. Good morning, Amy. Thank you so much for having me. I'm thrilled to be here. What an amazing time of year, right? Oh, you know, I love this time of year. Not only is it the holidays, it's the end of, of one chapter. It's the opening of a new chapter. It's like all oh, these possibilities are so in front of us. Yes, and I think in particular, a lot of people are looking forward to the 2020 <laughs> chapter ending. We're hoping it's like the end of an entire book and we can chuck it in the, in the fire. But, uh, you know, what an interesting time we find ourselves in. But, you know, there is, um, there is hope. And I, I always find, as you said, that at the end of a year, in the beginning of a new year, there is that renewed hope. Yeah. There's renewed hope that you know, we can make a change for ourselves. And I think that's what's so special about this time of year. Oh, absolutely. So um, I love 
that you've become an ULA life coach. Um, you know, ULA has been near and dear to me for many years. Um, I had the opportunity to hear uh, Dave and Troy speak at Melissa Pepping's event called Spirit of Wellness many, many years ago up in Minneapolis and loved their concept. And I'm going to let you tell our listeners just exactly what in the world is ULA because Unless you're involved, you probably have no idea what we're even talking about. Yes, that's true. And actually, I love the word ULA in and of itself. And actually, it was shortened down from ULALA. And uh, ULA is a state of awesomeness, is really kind of what the uh, description is. Uh, It's a state of awesomeness. It's when your life is firing on in seven key areas of your life. And uh, in ULA, we look at... um, we look at seven key areas. So it starts with your fitness and that's your wellness. You know, that's mental, physical. Um, so we have fitness, we have finance, we have family, mm-hmm. we have um, field, which is how you spend your day or your career. And then we also have faith, friends and fun. And what what we've learned through uh, the ULA guys and um, they actually have a best selling uh, book called find balance in an unbalanced world is uh what we learn is that so oh for women and there's also one for christians as well there's several of them yes so what we find is that many of us might be sort of doing very well in one area or two areas of our lives but we're really struggling in other areas. So we could just be killing it in our job, you know, but we're working so many hours that we don't have a family life or we don't have friends or, yeah. or actually we're, we're loving our job, but our finances, you know, we're in a lot of debt. And mm-hmm. um, I think uh, finances in particular is one area that we know can cause a lot of stress in every other part of our life if our finances are not in order, right? So I love that ULA looks at seven areas of of your life and really helps you to um, make a plan for each of those areas. And also not just a plan, but gives you a path in order to able to achieve those those dreams and those goals. Um, I don't know about you, but um, when I... I'm going to go back about uh, 15 years ago when I was dealing with uh, very active alcoholism in my family, in my marriage. Um, I felt like I had zero control over anything. Um, I felt like I was going insane, like I was losing my mind most days before I was able to get a hold of that. And when I look back on that now, I now wish that what I'd been able to tell myself back then was what you need is you need to make a plan for yourself and then you need to follow that path because, and I feel like many people in 2020 feel that way. There was so many things outside of their control that they didn't know which way to go and they just felt very lost. They weren't prepared. Mm -hmm. And so what I love about what we're talking about today, it's about being able to take charge and be prepared for when you get thrown things that you have no ideas coming. Um, Or if you're in the middle of something like I was with active alcoholism and my husband, knowing that you have a plan for yourself. And that, as you said earlier, that when changes and things happen, that we can pivot with purpose is what I like to call it. Because it means that, you know, maybe it's not going along as we had originally planned, but we do have the option then to say, hold on, 
Mm-hmm. I just need to pivot here and move in this direction, but you're still doing it intentionally. So right. I love that. Right. And it, and it really gives us those real key areas to focus in on and find, I like to, you know, so many people use the word balance, you know, that we need to find balance in all these different key areas of our life. Um, and I was introduced to the word harmony last summer. And I really like that, that we can find harmony because there's times where our field is a primary focus, right? There's times where finances are a primary focus. It doesn't always have to be in balance, right? Right. But what it does mean is that we have, when we can take a look at each of those areas and know where we're going, Mm-hmm. And keeping keeping in mind that even though we might be spending 12 hours a day in our job right now because it's a season, right. that we also have a plan around balancing our families, right, or right. Um, balancing our finances or making sure that we're staying well, whatever right. that looks like. Right. So, and know that that season, there's a time limit on it. And when it's done, it's done, right? right? And honoring that. So that plan, I, and I know we're going to dig into that. Let's talk about um, the year in review. I know you really wanted to talk about, and Debbie Jones says, hi, Wade, it's so nice to see you. I'm so glad you're out there to help people. I love the comments, people, and thank you for sharing that. If you have questions for Wendy as we're moving through this, please feel free to ask those in the comments section. For those of you who are watching us live, we're absolutely going to dig into those. For those of you who are listening to the podcast episode, feel free to reach out and email me. I'm happy to get answers to your questions always. Go ahead. Sorry, I wanted to add that in. Absolutely. One of the things that has been really helpful for me is taking a look at what last year looked like. Because it's easy to look forward because it gives us hope. But you know what looking back gives us? It gives us some vision because it really allows us to see what we did, what we didn't do, and perhaps why we did and didn't do those things. So just a couple of questions that I'd like you to give consideration to over the next couple of weeks before the the year ends. And this isn't complete, but I'm just going to pick a few of the ones that we do. Love it. The first thing is, is I'd like you to write down the three best things that happened to you in 2020. The three best things that happened to you in 2020. Then I'd also like you to give some thought to the three worst things that happened in 2020. And I have to tell you, when I did my best and worst things, COVID was on both of them for me, actually. <laughs> Isn't that interesting that that can kind of be both, you know, sides of the coin? Mm-hmm. And I think probably a lot of people maybe feel that way, right? Yeah. Um, yes. if, if they think about it, if you mm-hmm. stop and think about it, you know, I think that there are some very good things that came out of our the last nine months during this mm-hmm. pandemic. Mm-hmm. I'd like you to think about the three goals that you hit in 2020. And I'll share a little story. The first time I did this, I realized that the reason I didn't have three goals that I hit because I didn't have any goals for myself. I had given up hope, honestly, of making a resolution 
and yes. ever getting it because I've done it every single year and every single year I never hit it. And I know now the reason why is that it's great to make a goal, but you have to have a plan for it. And you also have to have a path to get there. And that's yes. where ULA comes in, which is cool. The other thing, the next to write down is the three goals that you missed this year. Mm. Because we're not going to hit generally every single one of our goals, right? Yeah. So a couple of other things is the greatest lesson that you learned from the worst things and your missed goals this year. Oh, I love that. Really put some thought into the, I love that, the greatest lesson yeah. that you learned. Can you repeat from that again? The greatest lesson that you learned from your worst things and your missed goals this year. Okay. And um, the last thing that I'm going to ask you to take a look at is what is the one thing that you would do differently this past year. So looking back on all of that, what would you do differently or what would you tell yourself to do differently? Love that. I want to add something, if I might, in here, because this is something I shared within our group, uh, I believe like a week ago, because December is all about the reflection. I don't know if you're like me. I'm hearing Wendy say, hey, list out the three best things that happened, the three worst things that happened. You know, I can tell you what happened to me in the last 30 days, in the last 60 days. And if I really sit and think about it, I might be able to go back a, a couple of months. But it's hard to recall all those memories and things that happened. So I started, and I'll show it real quick. I started what I call the smiling jar. And so each week I write down something positive that happened to me that week. And then at the end of the year, I've got 52 things. And you can see in here, I've got all kinds of things written down. Um, and you don't have to date it. It doesn't have to be a big, long thing. Just jot it down so that when we come to do these exercises at the end of the year, we have all these memories in here. I love that. I also, you know, when else that would be amazing is when you are not feeling very good about life. Go through those and remind yourself of the blessings and the gratitude that you have because, like I said, COVID for me, it sucked. But you know what? I have such gratitude for actually the lessons that I learned from COVID. And that's why it made it on both my best and my worst uh, this year. Because when I look back on it, there was a lot of things that were very positive for me personally Mm -hmm. Um, during this time. Yeah. And you could even write down, I mean, I like to call it the smiling jar, but having this list of six questions, if this is something you want to implement at the end of each year and for that review process, you could start writing, you know, if there was something bad that happened, write it down. Um, Doesn't have to be every week because I don't like to focus in on the negative, Um, you know, but jot it down so that you recall and you remember that. Well, and here's another take on that as well, is when you have something negative happen, Mm -hmm. stop and think, how can you come from gratitude for that? Mm. What's the lesson that you can learn from this? What can you take from this in gratitude? Because going back to um, my 
uh, husband and his active alcoholism, I wasn't particularly grateful in the moment because I really didn't, uh, I wasn't really practicing or coming from a place of gratitude then. But I can tell you, I am grateful now for the experience Mm -hmm. because what it does is it allows me to actually serve others who are in that fire right now and give them hope because what I wanted most honestly was to feel like I wasn't the only one. Yeah. Uh, Because you do feel very alone in lots of those times. So when you can actually come from a place of gratitude and turn it around and think what possible good could come from this. And when you think about that, um, it just changes the whole perspective of it. Did you know that many of us have symptoms of toxin overload in our bodies, but we don't even know it? Signs of a toxic overload could be headaches, fatigue, insomnia, skin issues like acne and psoriasis, and hormonal imbalances, and the list just keeps on going. But the problem I had, and I'm sure many of you have had, is how can you know how well you're managing your toxic risk? That's why I've put together a free toxic risk assessment that will help you discover what products might be contributing to your toxic symptoms and what small changes you can make to detox and cleanse your health. After you take the assessment, you're going to get my free toxic free home shopping guide. This is the easy button for finding the right products to shop for. These are the products I've been using in my home and the products I give my stamp of approval on. Take your free assessment now at amycarlson.com to get on the path of detoxing and cleansing your health. It sure does. Uh, you know, and, and in a couple of my devotional readings over the last couple of days, they've been really talking about lessons. You know, we're at the, the end of the year and I firmly believe that that God is going to continue to put situations in front of us until we learn the lesson that he's trying to get us to grab hold of. You know, so if we can take this time and be very purposeful with what we're doing that maybe we'll learn this lesson sooner rather than later. <laughs> yeah, especially the painful ones, please. <laughs> oh, maybe, maybe. I don't know. I'm pretty bullheaded. You know, I got to be slapped upside the head a few times. Hi, Denise Cromer. Thanks for watching. She's in here. Hi, Denise. And hi, Debbie, too. Yes, yes. Okay, so we talked about the urine review, and these are wonderful, wonderful questions. And in fact, if you're listening to the podcast, I'm going to put these questions in the show notes for you, which will be fantastic. We talk about pivoting for purpose or pivoting with a purpose. So we've talked, we've gone through this urine review with these questions. So how can we take that now and and do that pivot? Because, you know, let's face it. We all want that pivot, don't we? Especially this year. Well, for sure. And here's the thing. I think that um, you have to choose to be bold enough to live differently. Because Mm -hmm. the masses are not choosing to live on purpose or with intention or to make changes positively in their life. The masses will continue to accumulate debt Mm-hmm. The masses will continue to live unhealthily. Mm-hmm. Uh, the masses will continue to ignore their marriage or have toxicity in their family or their friends or whatever, mm-hmm. because it's easier. Let's face it. It is easier to just go with the flow. So if you are bold enough to live differently, the cool thing is, is that um, Ula is about choosing to live differently. Mm -hmm. 
And, um, you know, it's, um, you have to be willing to work on yourself. You have to be willing and brave enough to make that change because it's not easy. Right. Right. Oh, we know that. And, you know, I would ask that question, you know, if you do nothing different today, we're going to sit here and have the same conversation at the end of 2021. So what's stopping you? What's holding you back? Right. That's exactly right. Mm. You know, the thing is, is that this all starts with changing you yes. and me changing me. We can't hope to change others and sit around and wait for our spouse to start treating us better. We can't, you know, sit around and wait for our friends to call us. We can't sit around and wait for, you know, our running shoes to jump onto our feet. We have <laughs> That doesn't we, happen? What? It does not. <laughs> and I can tell you that it takes, it takes um, a different mindset in order to make these changes. Um, but when you commit to changes that make you a better person, it starts to emanate out into your family. You become a better spouse. You become a better mother or father. Mm-hmm. You become a better sister, grandmother, friend. And then that also spreads out to become uh, to create a better family, a better community, and a better world. Yes. Mm. I love that. I really like how you're honing in on that, that it starts with you, because I think as a collective whole, we like to blame, you know, well, I don't have the money to eat healthy. I don't have this. And well, if I, if I don't have the time, I don't have, uh, you've heard all the excuses just as I have. And I've, I've been guilty of using them, right? Me too. Yeah, you know, no one's perfect. You know, we, I, I am every single day, I'll make a poor choice every single day, you know, and that's just part of life. And, and we don't have to beat ourselves up for that. We just move along. So how do we get from that victim mentality where, you know, gosh, you're sharing your, your story with alcoholism and thank you for being so brave and, 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 stepping out with that, that is a, a, that's a whole place where we can really get sucked into that. Well, if he would, you know, and if he would just do this and if he would just quit drinking, you know, to really pivot there and, and know that, you know what, he's going to do what he's going to do. And if I, if I take care of myself, you know, there's a whole shift. How do you, how do you help walk somebody into that shift in that mindset? Does that make sense? What I'm trying to get at there. Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, well, you know, a it's got to, as you said, it's got to start with you. And mm-hmm. uh, I waited for years for my husband to quit drinking, and then one day I realized that I could only control myself. I could only make the choices for myself and actually heal myself. I needed, I didn't realize it, but I needed recovery for me. And uh, when I made that decision, when I had that healthy level of disgust for myself, not for Mm -hmm. him, but for myself, that's when I made change. Mm -hmm. And, um, and in that case, I found Aladon quite honestly, and that, that saved my life. And, um, and AA saved my husband's life and, and recovery. 
Yeah. So, um, didn't you feel like, because when you can take over here, here's your life is happening to me, right? To, like you said, I, I took control of me. When you do that, what an empowering feeling. You know, what a, you know, to me, that is such a change in mindset that, you know, you've got the power, you have the control to absolutely change the destiny of your life, your world, your circumstances. You don't have to give that to everybody else. Correct. But you have to make the decision. Right. And you're the, you're the only one that can make that decision for yourself, right? Yes. So it's... um when you're ready to make, when you've made that decision and you're like, you know what, I am done with living my life like this. I am yeah. done uh, just floating around, um, as my husband would say, like a fart in a mitt. <laughs> when you're just floating around with no purpose, with no goals, mm -hmm. you're just bumping into one wall and then another. And then, and then on top of that, you get hit by something out of your control, whether it's a pandemic, whether it's a job loss, whether it's a loss of somebody, um, whether it's a devastating financial blow, whatever that looks like, mm -hmm. then we're even further down. Oh, yeah. So when you make that decision that you don't want to live like that anymore, mm -hmm. then that's when you can truly seize control. And that's where I love the ULA process because ULA doesn't just teach you how to set a goal. They teach you how to set a goal. They also teach you how to achieve that goal. And then they also teach you that show you that the plan and the path of how to get there. Because as I said earlier, I have had New Year's resolutions that yeah. I said, yeah, I want to do this. And that's as far as I get. Because nobody ever teaches us how to really set a goal, but then also how to accomplish that goal. And wow. we have, we have, we call it a, the simple three-step process. And it truly is that simple. One of the first steps is taking a look at where you are right now, because like a smartphone, if you want to get from my house to your house, mm -hmm. the first thing that my smartphone does is determine where I am now. And that's where you have to start. And that's actually the first step of the three-step process is determining where you are right now. And we do that um, through a really simple process called the ULA wheel. Love it. And um, then we move on to um, the plan. Mm -hmm. And that is taking a look at where do you really want to be in those seven key areas of life. Mm -hmm. And that's uh, creating some smart goals around that. Mm -hmm. And then the path of how am I going to get there? And knowing right. that you have that path. The other thing that I love about this is that I think most of us do better when we have a community of like-minded people. Oh, and so yeah. ULA is a big community. And, you know, it's not just me. There are um, hundreds of certified ULA life coaches, but there's a whole ULA community that are all, all of us are walking the path mm -hmm. of um, intention and integrity with ourselves. And so you have also that community support as well. So, I love that. I love you know, that. Yeah, it's... Um, it's amazing. I know I do much better with some accountability to oh. somebody else for what yeah. I'm doing. And also knowing that there's other people doing the same thing I am. You know, when we don't feel alone, when we feel, you know, supported and encouraged, you know, and, and it's okay to get that support elsewhere. 
you know, it's okay to reach out to that community um, and, and make sure that you're giving that support because nothing is more uplifting and keeps you on that path following that plan than other people saying, you've got this, you can do this, and you're not feeling alone, right? For sure. And, and I also think of the other saying that, you know, you become the five people, like the five people that you hang with the most. Yeah. So if you're able to hang with other people that are on the same, you know, have the same thoughts as you and we're like, we're living on purpose. Mm-hmm. I think it's amazing because you learn from people. There's all sorts of people working on different, like different big areas of their life. And uh, it can be really encouraging and uplifting when you hear what they're going through and how they achieved it. Oh, I love that. You know, the first time I did the Ula wheel, which was many years ago, it was so enlightening because what they did is you drew out, you know, you put yourself within this wheel, but then they had you draw out the wheel, you know? And so I'm a visual learner, if you haven't known this by me and by now. And so when you see that wheel and you you understand how lopsided and, and conglomerate this wheel isn't even the shape of a wheel... No wonder we're not rolling through life so easy because we're we're just like this blob trying to, you know, inchworm ourselves through life. Right. Uh, it was it, it was like a big slap in the face the first time I did that exercise. Yeah, it's so enlightening. One of the lowest things for me on the wheel the first time I did it, and still it's one of my bigger goals, is around fun. Yeah, and I can tell you that um, if anybody else has lived with um, alcoholism in their family, you know that fun is generally the last thing that you are thinking of because you are just gripping onto the world by your fingertips. And um, I forgot how to have fun. I truly did. So I love the fact that this ULA process encourages fun because you know what? We're not on this world or on this earth just to work or you know whatever it is we're here to enjoy life we're here for such a small amount of time and so we you know what but we're here for a purpose yes and um you know I um I'm actually excited because I am going to be hosting uh just for people who are listening to this I'm going to be hosting a one-hour workshop and if you're ready to start living on purpose and with integrity with yourself, um, I'm really excited to be able to offer this uh, one-hour workshop. And, um, you know, it's going to help you show 2021 who's in charge. Uh, and I hope that that's it. you. I right? love it. And, and what a gift. I mean, truly, this is a gift for all of you. And I really encourage you all to take advantage of this. I know Wendy's heart. I have been friends with Wendy for a very long time, and she is going to be phenomenal in walking you through this workshop to really dig a a little deeper than what we've gone here in this conversation right now. And how are people going to get signed up for this workshop, Wendy? 
So we're going to have, there's a link scrolling across the bottom now, but what uh, Amy's also going to post this link um, up above, whether it's in a group or on the podcast, she's going to have that in the notes. Um, it's not available on my, on my website directly uh, because this is a special offering that I'm giving just to people who are listening to this. Um, but I just want to share with you a little bit of what you'll walk away from after this one hour uh, workshop, if I may. So what you're going to do is you're going to gain clarity in the, these seven key areas of your life. And just as a reminder, those seven key areas are fitness, finance, family, field, faith, friends, and fun. You're going to also gain confidence knowing that you have a plan of action for 2021 and also you're, you know how to get there. And also you're going to come away with an understanding of the three-step ULA process, which is it's super simple, but it's not easy. Right. And, you know, you're also going to gain really a community of, of like-minded people that are also wanting to live their life um, on purpose and uh, be able to pivot when life requires that, right? Yes. Um, I'm gonna, it's, this is a live workshop and it's on Sunday, December 27th at 6.30 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. So again, that's Sunday, December 27th at 6.30 Mountain. So it'll be a one hour, this is an interactive live workshop. I'm gonna be there with you and I will be on as long as I need to to answer any questions to help you through the process, um, but it's going to give you um, a really good outline of where you want to start going and taking your life in 2021 and taking control of what it is that how you live your life. Mm -hmm. um, so I I invite you to join me. I would love to have you there. It's going to be a really special time. And um, so if you have any questions on that, um, just pop them wherever you're listening to this, just pop them in and either Amy or I will be able to respond to that. Love that. And Wendy, will this be recorded at all or is it just the live? Um, I, haven't haven't I haven't decided that yet. Okay. Um, you know, what I may do is I may record um, the workshop portion. Yes. Um, and then uh, I don't know if I will uh, record the live comments and coaching. Right. Um, so I will uh, keep that for people who uh, make the effort to join us live then. And, you know, if you're really wanting to make a change in your life, um, find it, find the hour for yourself. You're worth it. You were made for greatness and purpose and, you know, making, taking an hour for yourself. Um, even, even if you have to go hide yourself in the bathroom for an hour, right. Mm -hmm. Take your phone with you and listen and, um, you know, complete that for yourself because one hour is nothing in the big scheme and it could make such a huge difference in your life going forward. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, once you make that decision that you're empowering yourself, you're no longer going to let life happen to you. You're ready to take life by the horns here. Nothing's going to stop you. Nothing's going to stand in your way for you to make all those changes. And what a great time to happen right before the new year so that you can now take that time, additional time, and really map out what it is. This is an interactive workshop. So you're going to learn, you know, exactly what you need to do to set yourself up for 2021 and take charge uh, of 2021. Show it who is the boss. 
us. I love it. Yes. Thank you so much. We will, um, we're scrolling this underneath here. As soon as we're done with our live, I will post this link directly. So you've got the link within here. And then for our listeners tuning in on the podcast, this will be in the show notes as well as the six items and the three pieces of the plan. We'll make sure that we put those into the show notes as well. I am so grateful for all of you who are taking time to tune in and listen to us each and every week. And Wendy, such a servant's heart. And I know you're impacting so many lives um, with what you do. Thank you so much. Thank you. That's all for this episode of The Toxin Terminator. And we hope we've helped you remove the hidden toxins in your life for renewed health. If you're looking to continue your journey towards full rejuvenation, reach out to Amy directly by visiting amycarlson.com for your own one-on-one chat session, as well as your free toxic risk assessment. That's A-I-M-E-E carlson.com. And remember, you are just one small change away from renewed health.